Welcome to Guarding Your Nest Egg Podcast. Our phones have become one of the biggest priorities in our day-to-day lives. It used to be when you were on a boat or around the pool, people were worried about their watch. No, no, no. Cell phone now. Because, yeah, we communicate with it, but we use it to schedule events, shop, look up our latest thought, post pictures on Facebook. That's so important, Mike. Just kidding. Well, but, unless you're me, which never happens. Right. That's why I said <laughs> that. Thing of it, yeah. But do you find yourself reaching for your phone too much, though? I know you're not into the social media part of it. I mean, it is convenient. I don't social media. I do look at what, I mean, shocker. I check it to see what the market's doing. I you figured. Know, what particular, emails, real convenient, texts, things like that. But the whole pull my phone out of my pocket to find out what time it is. I'm old school, Chris. I wear a wristwatch and not the Apple one because it irritates the crap out of me, you know, because it's buzzing with information I don't want. So, no. But again, I'm seeing it with the kids and we have to take time and just say, hey, listen, no phones, no iPads, no nothing. And the great thing at the house is uh, I'll give this company a plug, uh, Orby. You know, you can do this Orby thing and it creates like this internet around your house, sort of spreads it around. But I can go on my phone and I can see everybody who's on the internet in ah. that moment. And I can just turn it off. Like <laughs> so if somebody's can, up too late or you said I, no I can phone turn off. I, that's right. I can turn off individual devices. I'm like, hey, you know, your computer's out, your phone's out, everything's out. Can't mm-hmm. do anything. So it's pretty cool. Go outside and play, you know. Be like, a real you know, kid. Be a real kid. <laughs> Well, since cell phones have taken over our lives, acronyms have become very popular because of texting. I mean, think about all the LOLs, IDKs, and JKs that you've seen and sent. And sometimes we're not all in the loop, though. So, Mike, I wanted to test you because you're not active on social media, but you are texting. And sometimes sounds like I'm going to fail already. But, yeah, pretty uh, much. I'm just go. trying to make you feel better about it okay. um, <laughs> or embarrass me in front of uh, or if your listeners. Olders you text you. I'm sure sometimes you're like, what does yeah. that mean? You know, things like that. So let's see if you know what these daily acronyms mean. Mike, what is IMO? What does that stand for? Is that in my opinion? Yes. Good job on did that, I get that one. Right? You did. Oh, wow. I think most people would get that. Let's Why do you think I put it have. first? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> WFH. What does WFH mean? I things I can't say on the radio are coming into my brain. So, <laughs> so it's work from home. Born in work 2020. from home. I don't know that one. Okay. Wow. Well, All yeah. right. What about GIF? You know, GIF. Those are those moving pictures yeah, your kids send sure. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What does that stand for? What does GIF stand for? Mm-hmm. It's a uh, something Gra- about it. Graphics interchange format. There's no way I would get that. (laughs) And the final one that I find interesting that you may know, I did not, zip code. What does ZIP stand for? I don't know. I never, who cares? (laughs) I know, I never even knew that was a thing, but it's zone (laughs) improvement plan code. Uh, well, okay. That's how they're zoning us out and why, I guess. Seems but irrelevant. Okay. Since you were not necessarily fluent in the day-to-day ones, I know mm-hmm. that you are fluent, however, in financial acronyms. For instance, what's an ETF? The S&P, the difference in a 401k, a 403b. I mean, these acronyms go on and on and on. Sure. Of course, we live with it, Kristen. And uh, I think a lot of our listeners have heard us talk about it. But ETF is exchange-traded fund, Right. 
But the biggest thing when we're having conversations is, well, all right, you've told me what ETF stands for. What does that actually mean? What is an exchange traded fund? And should I have one? Shouldn't I have Mm -hmm. one? How does it compare to the other investments that are out there? Right. So those are the kind of questions that we would answer for people. Things like TDF, right? Target date funds. They they aren't always referred to as TDFs, but lots of our clients uh, or lots of our listeners who have 401ks at their current employer, you're going to see these target date funds in there. Things that'll be like the 2025 plan or the 2030 plan or the 2045 target date fund. Things like a REIT, R-E-I-T. Yeah, I've heard about those. Real Estate Investment Trust, right? So you'll you'll see those out there. Yeah. Probably some people out there that um, potentially aren't doing very well on those right now because COVID really hit those, not all of them, but a lot of those REITs were hit pretty hard by COVID because a Hmm. lot of them are based on commercial properties. And you can imagine, well, if you were in a state where your business got locked down, you might not be paying your rent because you don't have any revenue. And so it hurts some of these funds. So, Chris, I think, you know, overall, it gets pretty confusing. And there can be a tendency, I think, for listeners to say, well, hey, listen, I'm not real clear on what these things mean. Mm-hmm. Um, things have been going pretty good for a while. And a lot of times we can become pretty complacent with our finances, mm-hmm. um, at least in the past 10, 12 years. We've had some volatility and certainly we had COVID, but overall, if you've been invested in the market and you've had a hang in there approach, your portfolio should have done pretty well because markets are overall up and you probably participated in that. But what we do know is it doesn't last forever. And most of the people that we're talking to that are listening to the radio show and calling in have some concerns like, yeah, it's going well, but I don't like the news I'm seeing on TV. I'm really worried about our spending. I'm worried about taxes going up and I'm planning on retiring within the next year or a few years. And if we get a big market crash because of everything that's going on, it would directly impact my ability perhaps to retire mm. or it could reduce the amount of income I'm going to have for the rest of my life. And, and these are not only real concerns. I think they're very legitimate. And you know, on our program, Kristen, you know, we're not about trying to scare people into, you know, the sky is falling. You better hurry up and give us a call so we can try to sell you some kind of a product. But I do think having a conversation about where you are currently, what's likely to happen moving forward. Here's what happens moving forward if markets are just good for the rest of your life. Well, we know that's not going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Then we'll also look at, well, here's what happens in your portfolio if markets are always worse moving forward. That also isn't going to happen. Markets aren't always going to be better. They aren't always going to be worse. But if we come up with a smart plan that's designed to help you just, you know, be more successful in investing by saying, well, if we know the probability of a market crash is high because of certain things that are going on, it would make sense to be less aggressively invested in your portfolio, not just hang in there. Or if we know because of what's going on in the economy and markets and things like that, that the probability of the market doing extremely well is higher, we'd want to be more aggressively invested. So Mm -hmm. as fiduciaries and as active wealth managers, we want to take a look at that. And so instead of just saying, well, hey, listen, you're a moderate investor, stay there, don't worry, eventually it'll get better. We say, well, listen, maybe you are a moderate investor, but maybe you're more aggressively invested when things are likely to do well. And then maybe when things are likely to do poorly, we just go ahead and pull you out of the market or just get more conservative in your portfolio. If we can increase your average rate of return by avoiding some of the losses and by capturing most of the gains, Mm -hmm. then you'll have less volatility and more success moving forward. Now, whether or not we can do that depends on 
a lot of different factors. This is Guarding Your Nest Egg with Mike Lester. Catch up and interact with the show anytime at guardingyournestegg.com. Mike Lester is a registered representative of and offers securities through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors. Talent Wealth Management and Retirement Wealth Advisors are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Mike Lester is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Talent Wealth Management, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer to only fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Florida license number D056341. California license number 0N00828.